Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, this is Nadine Dietz, host of CMO Moves. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thanks so much for stopping by today and to give you a quick overview on what to expect. CMO Moves is all about game-changing leaders, their incredible journeys, the moves that they've made, and most importantly, their personal stories of how they got to be the leaders of some of the world's most exciting brands. I hope you'll enjoy their stories as much as I do and take away a few tips and some inspiration for your day. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to CMO Moves. Today I have a really, really fantastic guest. Totally unusual for CMO Moves, but fits perfectly within the spirit of what we're trying to do on CMO Moves, which is really talk about the humans behind the brands. And um, wow, without further ado, Maria Menunos, thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> I'll pretend there's applause. Hello! <laughs> wow, I'm just honored and so thrilled that I could come here and spend time with you the day after the Grammys. Thank you. Here in LA in your amazing studios, uh, After Buzz. And oh my gosh, so we have a lot to talk about After Buzz TV. I mean, there's so much that you're building there. So this is a, a net new adventure for you and your husband to have launched this business. And wow, it I, I'm going to save it because we're going to talk about what it is. I mean, okay. you're revolutionizing the entire industry with this move that you just made. Thank you. Um, but before we do that, before. I think we everybody would be dying to hear a little bit more about what's going on in your world. Like, let's talk about your beginnings. Like, tell me a little bit about what got you into Hollywood mm-hmm. and your profession when you started, and then we'll we'll talk about after buzz. So I grew up the daughter of Greek immigrants. My parents didn't speak English. I actually helped teach them along with soap operas. So when I remember when I first came out to L.A. and I would interview different soap stars, I'm like, you helped me, my mom, learn English. It was so cool. So my parents were immigrants, and my dad was a janitor for one of the largest nightclubs in Boston. And he installed carpet in time. My dad did literally everything. And they couldn't afford babysitters, so we used to go to work with them. Mm. So here I was, a little kid, wading through trash. And by the time I could hold a broom, I was working right alongside them, especially on holidays because we had to work 365 days a year. So if we wanted to spend Christmas with our cousins and our aunts and uncles, we had to hustle and we had to get it done. So... I remember vividly seeing stages and seeing instruments that were left behind. The B-52s would like have a crazy party and along with the trash, they'd leave behind their guitars and I would go up on stage and, <laughs> and perform for my parents. And I learned from a young age, of course, the importance of hard work. And I also learned to kind of dream big. I was exposed at an early age to something that was possible by seeing that. Mm -hmm. And my dad used to say, you can do whatever you put your mind to. And I believed him, thank God. And 
I remember around 13, I would tell my dad, someday I'm going to move to LA. Someday I'm going to work in Hollywood. And he would, <laughs> I used to wear a ponytail and be like, no, you're not. He would shake my hand. I'm like, yes, I am. And he'd be like, no, you're not. And I'm like, yes, I am. And so I had a dream and I worked towards it, whether it was a beauty pageant or modeling, whatever I could do to get my foot in the door, I would do. And then one year, my cousin called me and told me about this guy, Kevin Undergaro, mm. my now husband, mm-hmm. who was coming back to Boston from California. He was head writer at MTV. He was coming back to Boston to make his first feature film. And I met him and started working with him. And kind of the rest was history. After that, someone who had worked on the film told me about a job at Channel One News in Los Angeles, where it was like a high school-based news program via closed circuit satellite. And I could be on camera and I could be interviewing people. And I was studying journalism at Emerson College at the time. And so we put together a tape of some of my work at Emerson College. Mm -hmm. And I got the job and moved out to L.A. And from there, I went to Entertainment Tonight and Access Hollywood and The Today Show and Nightly News and the rest is history. So that's like the quickest wow. version I can give you. <laughs> okay, and that that was quick, and and we are going to want to dig into some more of that, but I do remember seeing you everywhere, like every station, every network, every magazine cover, and then I met you a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, I'm Maria, wow. And then you started to tell me about what you were doing with After Buzz TV, and I was like, Maria, wow. Like, this is crazy what you've yeah. built here. Thank you. Tell me, like, how did this happen, and what is AfterBuzz TV? So AfterBuzz TV, we love to say, is the ESPN of TV talk. So what ESPN provides for sports, we do for TV. So we produce 150 hours of after-show content mm-hmm. for TV. So pretty much every TV show we try to produce an after-show for. Mm-hmm. We have over 300 hosts, and we have our studios here. We have six studios in total. And our goal is two parts. So one, it's to create great content. And Mm -hmm. two is to provide a safe environment to nurture and grow talent of all kinds. So we always say anybody with a dream who comes to L.A. stops at AfterBuzz first. It's their first destination. Kevin and I really take a lot of pride in helping groom the careers of young, aspiring talent. And they're kind of all over the place, whether it's UFC fighter who (laughs) we kind of helped pivot into the world of wrestling. And now she's the first LGBTQ female star there or hosts all over from CNN to Access Hollywood. We really take pride in what we've done. And it started from a true passion for television. Mm -hmm. My husband and I, we rock Hilo. So we were obsessed with Breaking Bad (laughs) at the time and Jersey Shore. So we loved both. (laughs) And he was like, why don't we do a podcast after show? Because there was no place for fans to go. Right. At the time, Lost had just had their season or their series finale. Mm -hmm. And the internet crashed, if you remember. Mm -hmm. And the only place people could go to were IMDb message boards to engage. And so we love TV. We created the podcasts. And they started growing. And all of our friends wanted to start doing them. And so it exploded pretty quickly. got to a place where we were getting about a billion downloads all over the world. Wow. Completely global. We actually had to shut China off because they were consuming so much of our bandwidth at one point. Oh, wow. And it just became this phenomenon. And it was before everyone was doing after shows. 
And so we just, we really love television and we got in at the right time because of course we're living in the golden age of television. Mm -hmm. There's never been better content, Mm -hmm. period, end of story. And so that's where it all started. Wow. Okay. So super cool walking into the studio today because, um, and I'm going to take pictures and and attach them to this podcast because it's just wild. Like you walk in and it's, and they're, they're like mini rooms for all these different channels that you've built. Like, Mm -hmm. tell me about the ecosystem that you represent right now, because this is truly a unique setup and, and in a place that I've never seen anything quite like it, actually. So tell me about it. Well, we really love media. And so for us, it came from inspired hosts who really wanted to do more. We actually had a gaming network years ago (laughs) as well. So we have AfterBuzz TV, which is our after show network. We have Popcorn Talk, which is our movie vertical. We have Black Hollywood Live, which is an urban vertical. And then we have Book Circle Online, which is a smaller network based on just... Mm-hmm. people's love of books and, mm-hmm. and talking about their love of books. So we kind of touch on, not kind of, but we touch on all areas yeah. of media at this point. And for someone who's worked in entertainment for so long, it just felt natural to have these different extensions. Yeah. So it's amazing because you're an entrepreneur, you're a celebrity, you're a host, you're an author, you do your own podcast, you, you maintain your own website, you have built all these beautiful channels on your own website, mariamenunas.com, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, lifestyle brands. And After Buzz TV, your producer, what is it that you don't do? <laughs> uh, sometimes I joke, I'm like, I haven't been a firefighter yet, but I love, I love what we get to do. And I love, to me, living happens when you are in that moment of like, oh my God, oh my God, can I do it? Can I do it? <gasps> oh, Okay, I did it. Maybe I didn't do it awesome. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't perfect, but uh, I love trying everything. I've wrestled. I've done um, some of the craziest things, but that's living to me. Why not try everything? But right. in terms of media, you know, I've been a host, a correspondent, producer, and for me to have my own world has been a lot of fun because, mm-hmm. as you know, wherever you work, you can have all the ideas that you want. But are they going to be received? Mm-hmm. And so we get to build our own world. And for us here, we're building a new Hollywood model that's mm-hmm. about collaboration, not exploitation. And we're hoping that other networks, other executives will follow suit and see the results and the success that we've had. And mm-hmm. we have over 100 success stories of hosts who have come through here mm-hmm. and who have built their careers and gone off to succeed in in higher levels of media. Mm-hmm. And the gratitude that has come, because we've not tried to exploit them, we've not tried to take commissions from them or whatever, we're literally just trying to help them. And having been on the other side, having come to LA broke and not knowing anybody, and understanding that loneliness that's there mm-hmm. and how scary it is, And having people not have your best interests at heart try to steer you in the wrong direction for their own benefit, I don't want to see people have to go through that. And so Mm -hmm. we've built this kind of safe haven for them, and we're really proud of it. 
Yeah, I mean, you should be. I mean, it's phenomenal. You were saying that you produce over 150 hours a week? 150 hours, and in the most fiscally responsible way. So Kevin, I think, having worked at MTV, where Mm. they really had to stretch the dollar, was a really great training ground for him. And me being Greek, we're we're the types that will not pay for things that we could do ourselves. So my dad actually helped build these studios. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, So we're very um, homegrown, and we wanted to build something unique. And I think that we did. We're the most diverse company you're ever going to find. We have every gender, non-gender, race, religion, color. It's amazing Mm -hmm. when you get to see who comes through these doors and whose careers and lives change. And Mm -hmm. literally on a daily basis, I have people come up to me and thank me and say that we've changed their lives. And to me, at the end of the day, if that's all we ever get out of this, it's worth it. I gave a speech at one of our seminars. We have host seminars. We help them build their reels. We teach them how to do stand-ups. We give them free headshots. Like Mm -hmm. For us, it's really about giving. Mm -hmm. And then, as you know, when you give, you will receive. And we receive a lot of love and a lot of appreciation, which in this world, I don't know how many people can say they get that. It's something that's usually generally missing from someone's life. So at our last seminar, I was talking about a thank you note that I had received from one of our past hosts. And he changed my mind on a lot of things because I feel like people are judged on their success by profit always. Mm. It's always a bottom line kind of business in this world. And for me, our bottom line is a little different because we're giving. And Mm. for us, it's about that exchange. That exchange is so much more important to me than how much profit we're making. So I'm going to get emotional. Mm. So Mm -hmm. one of the things I loved about Joan Rivers, total pivot, but here we go, (laughs) is that she always educated her housekeeper's kids. And I remember hearing that, that she always put them through college. And I was like, what an incredible woman and what an incredible thing to be able to do. And I used to say, I really hope I can do that someday for people. And I woke up and I'm like, wait, I kind of am through AfterBuzz. We are providing education for all of these hosts. We're providing training. We're providing this safe space where they can build their careers. And my husband and I have invested all of our own money into this. We have deficit finance, this company. And... I realized at that moment that my success is is based on something completely different Mm -hmm. than most companies. And I'm proud of that. And I know that the money will come, Mm -hmm. but, ooh, ooh. You're killing me over here. I'm trying to stay dry. (laughs) But when you see our new host seminars and you see a woman who comes in and she's 50 and she's shaking and she tells you later that she didn't know if we would accept her because she thought she was too old mm-hmm. to have this dream or a minority who thought they weren't going to be accepted and you see them so beyond thrilled and happy that they have an opportunity to live out their dreams still where you know in the regular world they wouldn't have that opportunity and mm-hmm. their their fears were founded It means so much to me that we can open our doors to them and that we can help them because everyone has a value. And one of the things that I've taught all of our hosts is everybody brings something different to the table. Mm -hmm. You bring something different to the table than I do, than he does, than she does. And so we've taught everyone to help each other. Mm -hmm. And and you never know who's going to come up 
and help you back. Right. And so we've built a really special universe here that, like I said, I'm so incredibly proud of. And I do get really emotional about it. <laughs> and I, I think that one of the things after I had brain surgery a year and a half ago, one of the things that I really wanted to work on was redefining success. Mm-hmm. Because when you get a life-threatening illness or one of those horrendous diagnoses, you realize that nothing matters but the people that you've helped. When you're on your deathbed, and I've been on many people's deathbeds at this point. Including your own. The only thing I've ever heard is who they've helped. And that stuck with me. And so that's what we're doing here on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I'm not an executive at a company that has one mentee a year that I help and I think I'm doing this wonderful thing for. And you are doing something wonderful. We have over 300. Mm Mm-hmm every single day that we're helping. And all of that goodwill is going out into the world. So that domino effect is super massive. And when you study energy, Mm -hmm. like I do, I really believe in that. And that energy comes back to us. And I know that it helps us in ways we don't even realize. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I need a tissue. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I'm over here fanning myself. Um, Let me tell you one other thing that's really cool about AfterBuzz that I think is super important. So having been on the other side interviewing celebrities for so many years, Mm -hmm. one of the things that I was disappointed in is the fact that I was working in an industry that didn't really care about their artistry. Mm -hmm. That was just an aside. It's like, okay, we have to promote their show or we have to promote Mm -hmm. their movie. And at AfterBuzz, we changed that. We wanted to celebrate their artistry. And so a prerequisite, the only prerequisite for the host is that they have to be a super fan of the show they're hosting. Mm -hmm. Because I want any of the stars that are coming in to the studios to be interviewed to feel like they're being celebrated, that someone actually loves their work. They care about their work. So the stars that come in here never want to (laughs) leave. They hang out. And they feel so good. I had, I remember I was interviewing Ashley Tisdale once Mm -hmm. for E!, and she's like, oh, my God, I love After Buzz. And I'm like, you do? And she goes, we watch it as a cast. So we watch the show together each week, and then we watch After Buzz after. Oh. So we did a season finale event with them where awesome. we had a live viewing, and we got to do it with them in that way, and it was fun. But we love celebrating their artistry, and I think that's something that's gotten lost because mm-hmm. of, you know, yeah, the gossip. <laughs> Amazing. Well, there's a lot of things you guys are doing radically different in here. And, you know, I want to take a, just a moment to kind of like restate again what AfterBuzz TV is because it is so different. And when I walked in here, I mean, we've talked about it a lot, but I didn't quite get it all until I walked through these front doors. And so for anyone listening, uh, let's see if I describe it correctly. Okay. You correct me. So. There are lots of great things going on in the world, TV shows, books that are being released, um, movies that are being released. And for the super fans of those shows, they mm-hmm. can come in through these doors and host their own after event, if maybe it's after, after, show. The after show, so it's mm-hmm. after the show or after the book is released, to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And they can invite people in to talk with them. And mm-hmm. you've built these studios so that they can have their own airtime. And you've had 300 of these hosts come through these doors. Yeah. I mean, for eight years. Yes. So we have an alumni list that's crazy with thousands <laughs> of hosts. But, you know, they did, the hosts do have to go through seminars and they have to be selected. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, we have showrunners on. We actually have showrunners that tell us they watch our after show as opposed to the network after show. <laughs> We've had showrunners who have changed the course of their show and their story arcs 
based on the discussion that happens in these rooms, wow. which is massive. We've had showrunners bring on our talent to act on their shows. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, so we produce the after shows for all of these TV shows. The networks will call us, like when Netflix did Stranger Things, they called us to produce the after show. And we bring in anybody who's going to give us any different take, behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. flavor. When you're a rabid fan of a TV show, you want to know everything. Right. So we make sure we cater to those fans so they get what they want. Okay, so tell me about the Obamas. Oh, they were amazing. So I interviewed the Obamas when I was at NBC. I was working for Access Hollywood, The Today Show, and Nightly News. And I had created a series called The Candidates Kids for Nightly News, Mm -hmm. where I realized a lot of the candidates um, in the 08 race had kids around my age, and maybe we could get to know the parent that was running through their kids. And I interviewed everyone, and I remember when I had reached out to the Obamas, they had said um, the kids were too young. Mm. But keep us posted on who you get. Mm. And I realized that that was an open door. So I interviewed all the candidates' kids, Megan McCain, to the Romney boys, to Sarah Huckabee, uh, all of these people, and would send them the footage. And I think Mm. when they saw what my intent was Mm -hmm. and that my intent was pure, Mm -hmm. that kind of changed things. And then I think it was July 7th or July 6th. It was Malia's birthday. I went to Butte, Montana, and... One thing led to another. I ended up with a family interview, the only family interview uh, with the Obamas. And Michelle Obama actually just wrote about it in her book. Wow. Which was pretty cool. So, All right. So you get to do all these amazing things. So Michelle's written about you in her book. You've written your own book. Mm-hmm. You got your own Three. website. Three books. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amazing. Um, I just can't believe how much you've done. But let's let's take a step back and let's talk about something personal because you were talking about things you've learned from visiting people on their deathbeds. But mm-hmm. and you, in fact, were almost in on yours. You, you recovered. It was a critical moment. It was a critical <laughs> moment. Yeah. So tell me, what, what was that? What but happened? It was, it was uh, as I've said, the best thing that ever happened to happen to me. So when you say you've done a lot, I did do a lot in a short time. It would have been fine had a couple other things not happened. I mean, there was some some tough, 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 tough moments Mm -hmm. along the way. So I always joke, I'm like, there was no coincidence why I ended up with a brain tumor. But in late 2016, my mom was diagnosed with stage four brain cancer. Mm. And then I started feeling symptoms, but I thought I was just stressed having to quarterback my mom's care. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when your mom gets diagnosed with something like that, your whole world just stops and you think it's over. And I had to quickly adjust and realize my mom wasn't going to be able to take care of herself, mm-hmm. that I needed to figure out a way. And so I took two weeks off of work, got her figured out with, you know, surgery and all of that, and then went back to working, you know, my 80 jobs. Mm-hmm. And in April of 2017, they told us that my mom's tumor was growing. And if you know anything about glioblastoma, that's the freight train that just doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. And it was a really scary time. And I had I had a message come through. I was praying and I said, you know, God, tell me what I have to do next. And I was researching the next morning and the side effects of chemo popped up on my computer. Mm-hmm. I had never really read them before. I thought side effects of chemo, you're nauseous, you throw up. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of the extent of it. And when I read them, they exactly mirrored the symptoms of regrowth. And if you know anything about an MRI, they can't really tell you 
what's going on in the brain. Is it inflammation? Mm. Is it tumor? What is it? Unless they biopsy or they go in. Mm. And so I chose in that moment to assume it wasn't regrowth and that it's the buildup of chemo. So I snuck her off to Mexico Mm. and we did a whole detox program. So I unpacked them, got them set up in their new apartment. They're going to be there for two weeks. My dad was just at the end of his rope, exhausted. Mm. So it's so scary to worry every day whether your partner's going to live or die or your mom's mm-hmm. going to live or die. And when now they're telling you this isn't good, it's even scarier. Unpack them. And then I got the call that I had one too. Mm. And so I remember going outside with Kevin and I told him and he just sat in shock. And the first thing I thought of was, oh my God, I'm never going to work again. No one's ever going to hire me. That was my first thought. Not, oh, "Oh, am I going to be okay? Wow. Am I ever going to work again? And I called up my attorney, who's like my brother, and I said, oh, my God, Kevin, no one's going to hire me again, are they? And he's like, what are you worrying about that for? Right. And he's like, just keep it close to the vest for now and worry about your health first. But I had gone through so much at that point. I was so tired, Nadine. I was so tired of having to be what everyone wanted me to be. I was so tired of being everything to anyone, everyone and nothing to myself. I felt like I was a human doing, not a human being. And I was like, if this is my get out of jail free card, I'm done. I'm out. I'm so tired. And you would never know that looking at me because as we were joking earlier, I'm always smiling and I am mm-hmm. a very happy person in every sense of the word. But I had gone through a lot of tough times mm-hmm. at work and in life and personal life too. But um Yeah, it was really hard. So um, I chose to look at this tumor like it was a gift. (laughs) And for me, it was a gift. And I knew that either this was my ticket out and I wasn't going to have to worry about this stuff anymore, or I was going to get a chance to reinvent and Mm. start a new life on my own terms, not what they've become. You know, it's really easy to get trapped in a dream. Mm -hmm. And I did a lot of public speaking after, and I would talk to women all over the country. And I said, why do we have to wait till we get that call to love ourselves enough, Mm -hmm. to want to care about ourselves enough, to want to nurture ourselves, to want to go to the doctor, to want to take care of the noises? When our car makes a noise, we go to the mechanic. Mm -hmm. We pay to fix it. Mm -hmm. When our bodies make a noise, we're like, shh, I'm busy. I got to get to this meeting. What, <laughs> yeah. what is that? What is that all about? Mm-hmm. Why was being a workaholic so appealing and like a badge of honor? I can't think of anything worse to be anymore. So I completely changed my life. and stop, Instead of willing and forcing, I'm allowing. I'm manifesting everything that I want in my life mm-hmm. in a completely different way. And my goal is to try to help women do the same. You know, women, we are so guilty of being everything to everyone and nothing to ourselves and Mm -hmm. putting ourselves last. And we can't. We have to stop. Mm -hmm. And so I know that this was meant for so many reasons. I found a whole different calling. This weekend I was on two different calls with two people who had just been diagnosed with cancer and I'm putting them on different protocols. Like... The one thing they said was, I feel like you just gave me years of your own research in 10 minutes, and mm-hmm. now I feel like I have a plan, and mm-hmm. this is something that I can do. I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. 
but I know what I did with my mom has helped her beat the odds thus far. And I know that it's something that we all should be doing. We Mm -hmm. all need to be taking care of ourselves in such a deeper way than we are. Without our health, we can't do anything. It's the cliche that we always talk about, but we never really let sink in. Right. And so for me, I also realized that embracing my own platforms Mm -hmm. was the way to help inspire and grow and nurture people, not tear them down, hold them back, stifle them because of, you know, insecurities Mm -hmm. and jealousies and messed up standards and (laughs) (laughs) inequality and all of that. So for me, it's about building my own thing that I think is really necessary for people out there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, holy cow, um, I knew you were going to take me on a ride today. Uh, <laughs> and, I, I, and, and we have so much still to cover. I want to get a couple more questions squeezed in, but I just want to comment that I went onto your, your website, your personal website, mm-hmm. com, and now I get it, right? At first, I look at it, and I think this is beautiful. You cover health and wellness. You cover lifestyle tips. You cover crafts. You cover peace of mind, mental health. And I, I thought, beautiful, but now I get it. Like, I really, really get it. And so I encourage a lot of people to visit your website because there's a lot of peace and beauty in that website. It's all about getting better in yeah. all areas of life. That's what all my books have been about. My podcast, Conversations with Maria Menounos, is all about bringing the top healers and people of all areas to make mm-hmm. our lives better because right. I'm on that journey. I want to learn from people who are doing it better than me. Mm-hmm. And so you go on the journey with me. Right. And it's fantastic. And, I mean, just the the people you've interviewed is amazing as well. And then I look at After Buzz TV and I think of all the cool programming that you're doing here. You're just revolutionizing the model entirely uh, for, for both brands, for hosts, for new consumption of TV, media. I mean, you're setting a whole new path and it's all about individuals by supporting them. And so I just wanted to say congratulations, Thanks. first of all. I mean, what an accomplishment. And I'm so happy you got through your own illness and Thank you're you. recovered now. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. And happier than ever. Happier than ever. Healthier yeah. than ever. Yeah. Uh, helping other people get healthy. Yeah. Uh, so amazing. So with a few minutes we have left, let's talk a little bit about what's next for you. I mean, you've got all this going on. Mm-hmm. So you and Kev have invested in this business. It's definitely been successful. Where do you go from here? Like, what are you going to do next? Well, we always have a lot of dreams in the pipeline, a lot Mm -hmm. of different projects. But I think um, for me, and it's, you know, topical for what you guys are talking about here weekly, it's, it's trying to change the, the model for advertising on Mm -hmm. these platforms, I think is really important. Because when you look at the fact that, you know, linear is losing eyeballs, every Mm -hmm. second, Mm -hmm. every single day, um, when you have Netflixes that don't have commercials, or Hulu that will offer you non-commercial subscriptions, um, where are these advertisers going to advertise? And so when you have platforms like our digital platform, where you're holding us to a completely different standard, where it's like, we're going to give you, you know, here's a little eyedropper, because we don't know. (laughs) We don't know about these podcasts yet. Um, And uh, and not looking at the impressions the way you would on a linear Mm -hmm. spot. I think it's really important because we're your future. And at least after Buzz, we're an entire digital network mm-hmm. devoted to television and pop culture. We're where your eyeballs are. 
support companies like ours so that we become your future. And then we can curate and create content for you. And so for me, it's about creating a new model um, for these platforms so that they don't die, so mm-hmm. that we can flourish and, mm-hmm. and be a mutually beneficial platform for advertisers and for the fans. Yeah, absolutely. Like just a few weeks ago, we hosted a, a, a symposium where we brought together some really dynamic folks. I mean, I, if I if we could have had more people, I would have brought more people in there. But we had about twenty five of the world's top CMOs, uh, ten of the top innovators, and four really cool Gen CEOs. And we all just sat in a room and collaborated on some cool things. And one of them was around um, storytelling and mm-hmm. also the the new model of co creation of content. And how do brands actually think about the fact that they don't own their own content anymore yeah. because fans are creating it whether they like it or not. And so it's about how do we curate and embrace the new form of storytelling, which is sometimes coming from someone other than you. Mm-hmm. So I love what you're building. It creates a whole ecosystem and a platform for that co-creation of content in a wonderfully organic yet well-produced way so mm-hmm. that it's it's very well-consumed. So I, I just love the model. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think in every area of life, like removing fear is the biggest mm-hmm. thing. So I know that there are a lot of executives, whether it's in TV or advertising, are so fearful of losing their job and making that wrong decision. Mm-hmm. But what you don't realize is you're manifesting your own failure. Because if you're focusing on the fear mm-hmm. and not wanting to make that leap, um you get exactly what you're not wanting. Right. It's laws of attraction. And wow. so when you fearlessly go out and you you go with your heart and you go with your gut, and if you know something is right, you mm-hmm. go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just see so many executives that are just so afraid of losing their jobs. Yeah. And it's going to trickle away at some point <laughs> because you're not willing to make the moves. I love that. Ooh, hey, maybe I should have a podcast called <laughs> Moves or something around that. CMO, CMO Moves. moves. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that brilliant note, thank you so much for inviting me into this wonderful space thank that you've you. built and uh, sharing your incredible story. Thank so, you. Thank you. You're welcome here anytime. Oh, I will come. Mi casa, su casa. I've got to learn how to say studio. Mi studio, your studio. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take it. This- I love it. So, and we'll catch up with you again really soon. So Sounds good. Thank uh, you. Thanks. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. 
Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.